0: Welcome welcome to the Kinetic Life Podcast, brought to you by Kinetic Renew, available in liquid or gel caps. In this episode, ultrasound-induced hibernation, preserving your drug habit, Commander Complex, more than just a comic book hero, magnets fight depression by changing your brain. Will you wind up with a magnetic personality? And now, here are two guys who are polar opposites. Your hosts, Michael Chalavutis and Dr. Mark Hertzberg.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another amazing episode of the Connect Life Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Chalavutis, with my good friend, Dr. Mark Hertzberg.
2: And that would be me over here, who's sitting next to my old pal, Mr. Mike. Good to see you again, Mark. Well, actually, that's a little hyperbole. You can't see me. I'm behind all of this sound cushioning but, device, but they don't know and that stuff. Oh, so you want us to mislead our audience that uh you can see me. Well, we had a cocoon mark in
1: a soundproof booth because he seems to move his head a lot and can't sit still it, The sound man and I have issues. <laughs> Well, since we can't provide a tissue, we just covered you in soundproof uh, material.
2: I am completely soundproofed. I suggested to much simpler remove all air from the area and the sound would naturally disappear. But nobody listened to the brilliant suggestion. Something about the other people being air breathers. Well, Mark, You know what air is good for? Breathing, speaking...
1: That's right. Carrying sound... Well, you know, there's been some new technology, uh, new um, research that we we might be able to send you to deep space.
2: Also, it, uh, I believe, will give an excuse for why someone like me might fall asleep at the opera. (laughs) Or just fall asleep in general. Well, there has to be noise that I can blame it on. Yeah, I don't think they have ultrasound at the opera, but could be wrong. Uh, I think opera is the definition of ultrasound. Well, so the study uh, talks about human torpor? Is that how it's pronounced? No one knows how it's put Torpor? T-O-R-P-O-R. Pronounce it as you like.
1: Also, torpor. Torpor. It's, uh, torpor is technically a type of hibernation seen in uh,
2: small rodents? Um, it's, it's seen in quite a few animals. Uh, it's uh, a much shorter time span And there's uh, a question whether, let's say, bears are truly hibernating. There are several different states. There are some things, well, if you've mentioned bears, you have the uh, tardigrades, those tiniest animals that almost nothing can kill that would survive. They truly hibernate. They could go into a state and be revived 10,000 years later. They oh they get their metabolism to almost non-existent. Uh, bears are in a very deep sleep, and I didn't know this. until I was researching for this article. Some of them will get up to go to the bathroom in the winter, in the middle of the hibernation. So they sleepwalking or talking? No, like get when up, I wake they'll up in get the up. So it's not as complete as one might think, but. You know, they're on like a borderline when you get like a real definition of hibernation and a real definition of torpor, but this is more like a day uh, to save energy, Uh, also if it gets cold. They actually said there's a different version that some creatures use when they get too hot. But as far as turp, I think they said mosquitoes do it. So it's not just small rodents. And they named some bigger animals that do it. But they found a way to instigate it. And that's where this whole article starts. Through the use of ultrasound. Yes. At a certain area of the brain. It's always good to be stimulating the area you want to be stimulating. So they were talking about the pre-optic area of the hypothalamus. Hypothalamus must be important. It comes up in a lot of articles. So uh, in any case, they knew this in the past, that they could make mice go into their terpora or torpor by stimulating that area, but they were stimulating it with mice genetically engineered to be easier to stimulate. They're cheating. And yeah, they were grinding and implanting things in the skull, and it was overall a little bit difficult of a procedure. Now they found this way to do it with ultrasound, and they use these 10-second pulses, and they basically, the emitter is small enough to be mounted on a mice's or meese's mouse head. And... uh <laughs> So certainly we can adapt it to people one day and they could uh, trigger to pretty quickly and the body temperature would drop, metabolism would drop, reduce heart rate, less oxygen used and, you know, uh, for those in centigrade, three to three and a half degrees. For those in Fahrenheit, 5.4 to 6.3 degrees Fahrenheit. Which means if you're like 98.6, you'd be talking like 92. So it's subtle, but it makes a difference. But it makes a difference. Uh, Again, it's not complete shutdown of metabolism, so you can't get too cold and kill the person. Uh, And they said that after a few hours, the animals would just naturally wake up and uh, they could repeat it and keep them that way for up to 24 hours. So,
1: the, the use case, assuming they expand this into humans, which I'll well, link,
2: you yeah. skipped an intermediate little part of the article, your rats, thank you. That was a hint. Oh. <laughs> rats don't naturally go into this state. Mice oh, yes. do. But it worked on rats, although the changes weren't quite as much. It was like one and a half degrees Celsius instead of three and a half. Yes, yeah, correct. Uh, so, but which is promising
1: results for transition
2: to humans, right? And that would be number one, great for like surgery, for going into space, for a lot of things. Where you know,
1: they figure surgery for short term, long deep space travel for something much <laughs> greater. Which I would imagine it'd be a headset that's perpetually kind of, you know, every
2: day or so giving you another pulse. Yeah. So you know. They get these, do you want these noise-canceling headphones to sleep with, or these Bluetooth that will play white noise or something, going, why do not you just use the sound to kn- knock some sense into my brain and put me into a turper? Yeah, but what if it's a headset? Okay, hear me out. It's a headset, it works, knocks you out for a
1: six-hour clip. Okay. But there's a mal- malfunction,
2: and every mm. hour it gives you another pulse. You're saying, well, "Well, malfunction, if I want to use it on purpose, then you're going to stay under until I remove the headset. well, so there might be hope in, hope for you in the future,
1: mark, to actually get some some, some good sleep. rest.
2: oh, that would be another thing to test how it's one thing to be conserving energy. How good a sleep is it as far as getting into the right sleep states mm. ah, uh, there's research to be done.
0: The Kinetic Life Podcast is sponsored by Kinetic Renew, with benefits like anxiety relief that doesn't knock you out. Renew increases energy, focus, and provides brain support. So get on with your day with Renew in liquid or gel caps. Visit KineticLife.com now and try it. That's K-I-N-E-T-I-Q Life.com now.
1: So, Mark, I know you've been really big into edibles, and uh, I've been I, eating I, I, since I can remember. <laughs> well, not just those edibles, <laughs> the you know the, the the funny brownies that keep you going through the night or probably just put you to sleep yeah. and give you the munchies, which is very interesting if when you do that, because why would you make a brownie that makes you have the munchies? You think so you, you put something more brownies? Yeah, but you think you want to make it? Yeah, but you have dangerous. peanuts that make you buy beer. Why can't you have brownies yeah, you have that make that, you, what, you what, buy if brownies? You more of the wrong brownies, then it just it, it just increases the problem until you get too far gone. You know, I think you want to put it in like I don't know.
2: <laughs> you know what? like when Homer chicken. Simpson was sent to H E Double Hockey Stick, and they tried to torture him by stuffing infinite amounts of donuts down his mouth, and he enjoyed it. <laughs> So, I mean, if you put it where it's you know you spread the oil
1: on a, a celery stick, you're not going to go back for more celery sticks. You're going to probably want to eat a brownie afterwards. But
2: mm. okay, but I digress. How long will those brownies last? Well, do they have an expiration date? I know strawberries have expiration dates. Bananas have expiration dates. Well, that's our using the benefits
1: of not THC, which is the psychoactive ingredient in. Cannabis, but CBD, which is a lot of different types of CBD, but uh, just talk about CBD in general, using a CBD based biodegradable coating for your food to preserve it, to improve self life.
2: Okay. That sounds like a promising development. How do we go about this, Mr. Wizard?
1: Um, well, I mean, CBD has a lot of antimicrobial, uh, ah. properties, um, which itself is, is safe and it's not a psychoactive ingredient, uh, you know, actually CBD is shown to have a lot of anti-inflammatory anti- ingredient, uh, properties and just has some general good health benefits on its own. Um, but it's using a CBD biodegradable polymer and
2: they kind of sp- Spray it, I believe, on... uh... I believe they first make nanoparticles out of the CBD. Yes, you're right. So this is nanotechnology, which is always cool. So... And they tested it on strawberries, I saw an
1: article, amongst other things. Right,
2: they they turn it, they they, uh, make it part of a solution, and then they bring in another solution, and when you mix them all, you dip the fruit into it. Oh, no, 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 you dip the fruit into the first solution, then you dip it into a second dip... And it becomes a gel of a coating. And it drastically increased the shelf life of of, of produce. And you don't have to wash it off because you can eat it. So it's not like a poison or something or some other type of thing that preserves it. But you better wash the thing off. This is completely edible. Which is nice. Which is how this whole thing started, talking about edibles.
1: (laughs) Oh, especially, we, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we got distracted for coming back to it. Hmm. But uh, food waste, especially in uh, developed countries, is something that's an issue. A lot of food is, is thrown away, especially when it comes to produce. How many times have you gone to the grocery store and you pick up uh, some container of blueberries or something and you look at the bottom and it's all molded out and you, you know, no one's buying that now. So from a cost standpoint for both the producer as well as just a...
2: Waste of and energy. And what about and first world countries where one of the reasons people get fat is somebody says, if you don't eat that now, it's just going to spoil. I'm pretty sure the uh, foods that they're eating to make them fat
1: probably don't ever spoil, i.e. McDonald's fries, Twinkies.
2: <laughs> uh, strawberry shortcake has the same strawberries that they preserved here. If my strawberries would last longer, I could save a slice for tomorrow. Yeah, we'll go with that, too.
1: Yay. Either way, it's a technology that uh, might be, once perfected, a minute increase in the price of said produce. Actually, it'll probably break the same or become cheaper, because the amount of produce that's probably lost... um, You know, through transportation, and no one buying it because it has gone bad. uh, If that is reduced, things might actually
2: be cheaper for you. Okay, now here's the big question that nobody else, but of course yours truly, looks at this article and thinks right away. But you would if this CBD has such incredible microbial antimicrobial powers. It probably developed them because it has a big need to fight microbials, which might mean that there are a lot of these bacteria and other single-celled organisms that have a drug habit. <laughs> they are coming for the THC and the CBD had to find a way to protect the plant. Hmm.
1: So you're saying that the cannabis plant
2: previously was prone to... Uh, attracting a yeah. l- fungi. Well, you know, how many people? I'm have, I'm smoking this joint because I'm a fungi. <laughs> so it all comes together, even old jokes. But yeah, so maybe that uh, th- some of these microbials are interested in some of these things. I think that's, I think someone has to investigate that. I think we could probably get a $3 million grant from the government to look into that.
1: <laughs> At least. Didn't mm-hmm. they get a couple million dollars to have shrimp walk on treadmills? So, uh, I mean, we could probably get way more than, than $3 I uh, think hmm. $10 million grant to see what we could do with CBD. <laughs> and THC.
2: It might be the combo. Well, you got to extract one from the other. Right. It might be one's there to protect the other.
0: never looked at the consequences of missing a big shot. When you think about the consequences, you always think of negative results. Heart is what separates the good from the great. The minute you get away from fundamentals, whether it's proper technique, work ethic, or mental preparation, the bottom can fall out of your game, your schoolwork, your job, whatever you're doing. Michael Jordan.
1: Okay, so this was a it's kind of a high level thing. This this article I was a little bit confused on because it was all over the place, but uh, it has the greatest
2: name of any name that will well, they, come across in a long time. Well, they talked about a, a protein
1: called the commander complex. Well,
2: the, a group of a proteins. A group of proteins. The commander complex. A
1: sixteen protein strong, or was that a sixteen? Well, that lymphotide. was it
2: said sixteen strong, and I'm going. Do they mean that it's 16 and never less than 16 or 6 at least 16 maybe more than 16? They kept repeating this, it's 16 strong, or maybe they're saying every one of these proteins is a strong protein. So,
1: and I'm reading through it, and it's talking about it's linked to multiple diseases and cancers, and uh, the compost used for you know, viruses to infect cells, it was used by even uh, for amyloid transportation, and it plays a role in lipid transportation, heart disease, cholesterol, Homeostasis inside the And, and, and themselves, They're all excited because they finally got the structure of this commander complex. So, but I feel like they, they just lend less detail. like, yeah, we got finally got the structure. This is great. It's involved in so many different things. So, what are we doing now? Are we trying to block this thing? Are we trying to oh, antagonize
0: it?
2: I'm glad you climbed the mountain to ask me. Okay. So, basically, the commander complex uh, is literally kind of the delivery commander. It says, what there are so many things that do so many things, and somebody's got to say, hey, that area of the body, those cells need more of this. Those need more of that. This is how many are going to get into that cell. So it's actually the... Almost, they talked about it like the postal service. I think it, you might think of it also as like air traffic control. It's mm. telling who go. you go to that runway, you deliver this there, you go to that terminal... It tells everything, it coordinates everything. Uh, So it's the in charge of the delivery and routing system. Uh, Think of that the airport is mainly bringing in cargo planes. And the big thing here is there were different proteins involved. And for a long time, because they they were looking at how important each protein was, because things that go right with this or things that go wrong with this... You know, are behind uh, almost everything that happens in the body is somehow affected by this. Uh, Some viruses will commandeer the like, it's almost like a terrorist gets into the flight control area and changes things. To get into cells, they'll send commands allowing them into cells. So there are a lot of things. If it breaks down, then things aren't going to the right places. If sometimes you could use it to deliver a drug to the right place. What they found here is it's not, at least according to what they believe and are forming a model, it's not about this protein or that protein. It's the entire group of 16 together as a team that counts. So, anyone, you know, it's almost like saying, if you take the engine, the rest of the car does nothing. If you take out the transmission and leave the engine, the rest of the car does nothing. If you take the wheels off, the rest of the car does nothing. Don't look at the engine protein and the transmission protein and the steering wheel protein. Look at the whole thing together.
1: Okay, so they're using this for a potential improvement of drug delivery and if there's an issue with it, how to address it. So like issue with, your internal commander complex, and because of that, you're having, I don't know, uh, amyloid plaque buildup or high cholesterol or
2: cancer, that they will use that as a target for therapy? To help the therapy. You know, if something went wrong with it or if a virus is using it, then you use it that way. If maybe you're thinking it can help you with whatever your other therapy is going to be, you use like to deliver to the right places. I think we're very early on, but they're basically saying they're now working the idea that stop looking at each one, look at the whole thing, and they're mapping it to understand how they work as a team. But I'm more interested in the fact that the Commander Complex is just the greatest name. You'll, is is Commander Complex? Uh, a bunch of homes you've put together on a military base for high-ranking officers? <laughs> is it a comic book? Don't worry, Commander Complex is here to save the day. Or maybe it's people in an asylum who think they're Napoleon or Captain Kirk. Well, they're suffering from the Commander Complex. It's uh, just a great name.
1: Oh, complete aside, uh, the Napoleon is coming out on, I believe it's Netflix. Uh, I don't believe it's the same uh, director from Gladiator, and it looks good. Ah. It looks real good. It's was uh, Joaquin Phoenix is supposed to be Napoleon, and I mean the preview looks like it. I mean, it's, hey, I'm not sure if it's a miniseries or it's going to be just one really long movie. But
2: okay, well, there you go. So all of you junior Napoleons out there uh, have something to look forward to.
1: Both from your health standpoint, as well as a movie or miniseries coming out this fall.
2: I wonder how it ends.
0: (laughs) Believe you can, and you're halfway there. Theodore Roosevelt. One part at a time, one day at a time, we can accomplish any goal we set for ourselves. Karen Casey. The only limit to the height of your achievements is the reach of your dreams and your willingness to work for them. Author Unknown.
1: So we started with ultrasound to put you in a hibernated state. Now we're using magnetic stimulation to er- er- rewind depression. <laughs> now, why do I say rewind? Because the using magnetic stimulation, which has been used for multiple times for direct current stimulation in the brain or magnetic stimulation to uh, kind of adjust or reset your wiring... As crazy as that might sound, uh, in this situation, they're finding that uh, those who are depressed seem to have a hmm, a backwards yeah a backwards uh connective loop or stimulation loop in a certain
2: area of their brain, which is unit- causing depression. Ooh, it's a big factor in it, and I should think we we should start by mentioning that. One of the things that this is getting at is the first step to being in a good mood is wanting to be in a good mood. And the next step is taking Renew, our wonderful sponsor, which is a positive act to enforce your uh, will to be in a good mood and actually has ingredients to help your good mood. But enough of that.
1: If those amazing ingredients don't help you... You could use a large electromagnet
2: on your anterior <laughs> insula? Maybe we should start <laughs> including magnets as a secret prize in every carton of renew. new. It's a helmet with a magnet in <laughs> it. Well, basically what they're getting at is that uh, a brain region, I believe the anterior insula, uh, that takes in sensation. So that basically meaning vision, hearing, sm- odor... <laughs> all the sensations are kind of uh, send signals into the so the idea of what's going on in the world goes to this uh, part anterior, of the brain. And then that and it, it'll, it'll, it also senses important basic things like pain, taste, temperature and it uh, will send it to another the anterior cingulate cortex which I only know because I wrote it down uh, and that Uh, place will then take this to help govern emotion so if i am screaming so loud that your ears bleed and you get this signal of pain it'll send a message to your emotional part to uh make you sad or mad or angry or just go but he's
1: scary so leave it alone well they found that 75 percent of individuals who were clinically depressed had the Opposite loop. Instead of the anterior insula sending messages to anterior cingulate, which is the sensation area sending to uh, area of emotion, it was the other way around. The area of emotion was sending to the
2: sensation. Right. So basically, and and this, I love this article because it gets into something that I've said. I said most people, uh is said with a lot of things that basically have an opinion and they have an emotion. They feel this and they make everything fit into that. And most people spend a lot of time unhappy because uh, it's like, they'd rather complain than be grateful for the situation. And, but that actually starts saying they're interpreting everything as being the worst possible interpretation of what it is. So most people who you're going, Oh, they're so annoying. They complain and, you know, and make everybody feel bad going, They feel the worst because they interpret everything as bad. And this is kind of saying that in these depressed people, the emotion is sending the message to the senses going, you feel bad. Whatever you feel, interpret it that way. So, as opposed to, but it's a bright sunny day and I'm walking through a flower garden, licking my ice cream cone. I feel good. The emotion says, whatever you're doing, you hate it so I hate ice cream, my ice cream it's not as sunny as you this. want it to be yeah so to me it, it this is like a physical discovery that just supports what I have thought about humans all along well the,
1: through this test I said there's an, a 90% remission rate uh, an improvement in depression in individuals that use this magnetic stimulation on this area of the brain and kind of gets guess reset the hard wiring And right now we're living in a world where everyone seems to be either depressed or mad or just emotionally, uh, I don't know, easily upset. So something like this where you should get helmets made with these magnetic stimulation and pass them
2: around that should be, uh, you know, free use. Well, I don't know if that works for everyone or someone where this real physical oddity is behind it because my, my version is more that your thought process can lead it as opposed to this being the same thing but on a more mechanical basis. But I think it was another, I go through hundreds of articles till we pick the ones we want. But, so I think it was another article over the last few weeks where they were saying that uh, one thing people can do to feel better is like having yourself a mini Thanksgiving. If at the beginning of the day or if you need it a couple of times, a day, stop and go, this is what's good about me. You know, I'm worried about this and this and this, but basically this is how good everything is. You know, this is how bad it can be for other people. And if I think, and they go, people who spend the time to consider what makes them grateful or what they should be happier about tend to get a lot of health benefits and cycle and they live longer. Over a long span interpret. They're going, I had a much better last three weeks than the three weeks before. And the only real difference was, They kept reminding themselves during that time that things ain't so bad.
1: Unfortunately, we live in a world where people... uh, One bad thing will happen instead of looking at the five good things, they look at the one bad thing and... I got
2: news for you. One good thing happens to someone else and uh, people are angry for decades. (laughs) So, hey, and the internet, social media thrives on this. It's all... It's not just uh, somebody says things that make other people feel bad... They're psyching themselves up to feel bad. <laughs> um, I I agree. I think if people took even
1: one moment a day to say what's good in their life, whether it's uh, the fact the breathing, uh, the functioning legs, uh, their health, uh, you know, a roof over their head, this the stuff that the little things that people take advantage of, you know, I, I don't appreciate um, uh, because it's there all the time, are some big
2: things. You know, like, here's a simple thing to put a smile on someone's face. Uh, And I don't want to jinx the rest of this session. But I think our producer is grateful that I haven't moved away from the mic nearly as much as I usually do. (laughs) It's a little things in life. Little things. Okay. Do we have anything more to say about this? Or do you think we should put this topic to bed for the night?
1: I think put it to bed and you should
2: you know say what you're grateful for i am grateful for the ability to put it off till later
1: thank you all again for joining us today we had a great time as always we hope you enjoyed it you know we've been on a pretty good roll uh, it's our 26th episode
2: uh you know, after 26 episodes, you're supposed to become blood brothers. But remember, when you take the knife, not a straight line, a wavy wound. Oh, uh,
1: Is that 26? I thought that was closer to 126th episode. Well, that depends how squeamish one is. I think we're, we're, we're leaning towards the 120, uh, and maybe we'll restart the number with the the number of episodes with you the want new name. You, and
2: do like a Homer Simpson. I hope I die before that. I hope I die before that. I <laughs> hope I die before that. <laughs>
1: Um, but we've had a lot of fun with this, and we hope you guys have as well. Uh, As always, reach out to us, uh, like, share, subscribe. Um, Any questions or comments or something you want us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at kineticlife.com. That's podcast at K-I-N-E-T-I-Q life.com. Until next time, I am your host, Mike Shaloudis.
2: And until I change my name, I am Mark
0: Hertzberg. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Kinetic Life Podcast is sponsored by Kinetic Renew. Kinetic Renew is a 4 ounce shot of all natural ingredients that deliver some amazing benefits, like improved mental clarity, long and short-term focus, and improved memory and cognition. Plus, Kinetic Renew improves mood with the added benefits of anti-stress and anti-anxiety. Here's what people are saying.
2: I drink a bottle of Kinetic Renew, And I'm in a better mood. It's like waking up on the right side of the bed. (laughs) It's great.
0: My mental focus is clearly better.
2: I do notice that I have better clarity.
1: Definitely improves my mood for sure. It reduces my stress.
0: Visit KineticLife.com today. Log on now and use promo code POD1 for 30% off. That's 30% off your order when you use promo code POD1 kineticlife.com k-i-n-e-t-i-q life.com do it now you're gonna love Kinetic Renew thank you for listening to the Kinetic Life Podcast catch a new show every other Thursday you'll find us everywhere you can listen to a podcast and remember be safe have fun and go for your dreams This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. All comments, jokes, views, and ideas expressed are those of the hosts or guests and do not represent any company or organizations with whom they may be affiliated. Always make sure to consult your own physician before starting any new diet, supplement, or exercise routine. Oh, and there's one more thing. If you're working on something that you really care about, you don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. Steve Jobs.